Hello everyone, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, uh, the scientific healer. Yesterday I talked about how stress can really pull down your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are two little glands that sit a one inch above your waist and two inches from your spine and they sit right on top of your kidneys and they fire when you are under stress. And it doesn't matter, it could be physical stress, emotional stress, relationship stress, financial stress, even uh, stresses like allergies, or if you've been injured, that's a stress. Any way that your body stresses out, the uh, response from the adrenal glands are exactly the same. And today I'm going to talk about lifestyle and nutritional support for your adrenal glands. And I like to imagine that uh, anything that we do is inexpensive. There are a lot of people that are pushing products right now um, that are actually, a lot of them are kind of uh, superfluous. They might help, but I like to look at your immune system as the ocean. Right? So you have this big, deep ocean, and some of those products, all they are is changing the height of the ripples, which doesn't do a whole lot. So the things that I'm talking about is like taking care of the ocean. And everything that I've talked about so far is really speaking to that ocean. And I'm going to stress adrenal glands. Yesterday I talked about those, but they are really important little glands. And they are like your first line of um, energy boosting, right? So your body, your body is designed to be homeostatic, meaning to operate kind of at the same level. So when you're awake, it tries to force you to be in this stable state, right? So if you eat something, for example, that's toxic to you or you're allergic, um, you'll, you'll start to feel tired. I, I do that if I have some things that I'm allergic to, I will sort of drift down and need a nap at about two in the afternoon. So by, by your adrenal glands pumping up your body to operate at this higher level of energy and keep you awake during the day, um, that is one of its functions. Uh, they play a really big role in your immunity because you need that energy for your body to fight, right? It's just, it's fight or flight and you need that energy for your body to fight. Uh, and if the adrenals start to fail, other glands and organs that supply energy to the body will, be, will start taking over. And then what happens is they get fatigued. So in healing, when people come to me, the first thing that I look at after the brain is the adrenal glands. And nine times out of 10, they need it because they don't come to me because they feel good. They come to me because they've gone to every other possible avenue and have exhausted all avenues. And a lot of them are feeling hopeless, right? So they come to me and the first place I look after healing the brain is I heal the adrenal glands and then the liver and the thyroid. These are your three main energy producing um, parts of your body, right? So the adrenal glands, then the thyroid regulates the metabolism, and then the liver does the cleaning up, but it also delivers energy to the muscles. It stores glycogen and the like. 
So we don't want to exhaust all of these at once. Uh, yesterday I talked about ways to help calm your adrenal glands down, deep breathing, you know, stress reducing techniques and things like this. A lot of these are harder to remember to do than to actually do. Straightening up the spine, standing in a kind of an outward or open stance will uh, reduce the, the flow of adrenaline out of your glands. And when your adrenal glands are firing, your body is tearing itself down. It is not building itself up. So today I'm going to talk about some lifestyle changes. They don't cost anything. It just means shifting the things that you do in the day and maybe changing the order of the way you eat things. And then the other, I'm going to talk about some supplement nutritional support. So I'm one of those. I inherited, um, I inherited a weak liver. I don't have one of the essential enzymes. I was not born with it. And um, I have a cousin who died of non-alcoholic liver disease. My brother has the problem and probably I would have if I hadn't have taken care of things, right? Um, and the other is that my dad has Addison's disease, which is an autoimmune disease that attacks the, the adrenal glands. So he has to take uh, adrenal supplements and that due to adrenal insufficiency. Right, so I, I have these and I have a very weak uh, adrenal system. Uh, there were many days where I stood up and I would virtually black out. I'd have to hang on to something and sometimes I'd lean against something and my whole body would shake. That's how little oomph my adrenal glands had. The adrenal glands are meant, so that was a simple action, but they're meant to actually take you beyond where you normally take it. So. Other times your adrenal glands will fire besides fight or flight is if you've gone long hours without eating, right? So now your body is depleted of energy and you still need to go on, right? And, or you force yourself to go on. This happens with a lot of people that are dieting or fasting, your adrenal glands end up firing. And you'll notice that uh, when you're in that situation, like if I diet stringently for too long, uh, my adrenals will stop working again because I've just I've overtaxed them, right? So in today's society, uh, on top of that, is that we end up needing to take actions beyond our abilities or our fears because we're taught to push to 100%, 110%, we're also uh, told to achieve more and to be more, go past your limits, succeed past what you thought you could and all of that. And these are good stresses. They're not bad stresses. Good stress would be, you know, marrying the love of your life and moving in together. That's a good stress, but your adrenal glands are firing, right? And that's one of the reasons why they're overtaxed. So um, aside from what I talked about yesterday, there are some really simple lifestyle changes that will really help your adrenal glands. The first one is, this is borne out by research, is to eat a minimum of three, but even better, four small meals a day rather than one big large one. And uh, even better than that is to have the biggest meal in the morning. And um, research has borne out that people that eat four meals a day, so three, 
two, one and two meals, you have higher blood pressure, higher cholesterol, more heart disease, uh, more strokes, and, um, and more adrenal failure, right? So this is borne out by research. You can look this all up on the internet. Once you hit three meals a day, there's a sharp decline in all of those. And then when you hit four meals a day, there's another decline. And then five meals and more a day, there is virtually no difference, right? So the optimal is, you know, you can imagine three meals and a snack, right? So I have three meals and then I have a very small snack in the middle of the day. And the thing that the reason why this works so well is that it keeps your blood sugar stable. It keeps your pancreas from overreacting and driving your blood sugar down too fast. It keeps uh, a, a steady flow of, of food and um, energy in your diet. So your body is not going into that uh, overdrive mode, meaning I don't have any food energy or any energy in my muscles, but I still got to keep going. It's kind of like running a marathon and hitting the wall, right? So, and the other thing about those meals is they should be spaced a minimum of three and a maximum of five hours apart. So if you do a minimum of three and you're trying to do intermittent fasting, you know, you could start and have like a, a eight to nine hour stretch of eating um, meals that would put them about two and a half to three hours apart and then go 16 hours without eating. Um, I generally don't eat after 6 p.m. and don't start eating until about 8 in the morning. And, uh, you know, you sleep during most of that time. And the other thing to do in your meals is to have the um, high fiber, low sugar, um, higher fat and protein in the beginning of the meal. Because what that does is it get your digestion going on things that are slow to digest and it introduces the, the food energy into your bloodstream a lot more slowly. If you were to eat, um, you know, low what they call low glycemic food, that is the sugar load on your body. If you introduce those first, what happens is your blood sugar spikes and then your pancreas goes and drives it downward and it comes downward too rapidly. And as it goes downward, the subconscious interprets this as your body dying. And when your body is dying, then the, adrenal, the adrenals now start pumping out to try and keep you going, number one. And then my problem is, number two, it causes sugar cravings, right? So then it forces you to eat. And this is also a place where you'll get hypoglycemia Right, so some people that are sensitive to it, um, especially if they have adrenal failure or close to adrenal failure, then they'll have um, hypoglycemia and cause cravings and it causes a lot of weight gain. So the four meals a day and then having the protein, fat, and uh, high fibrous foods in the beginning of the meal and saving the sweets or the fruit or whatever potatoes towards the end of the meal, then uh, because your, your system is already digesting it, your blood sugar climbs only slowly and then it stays steady, right? Because the more fat you have, the longer it takes to digest. So that's the first tip is, you know, minimum of four meals or minimum of three, 
up to four meals a day. And these are real meals, not just eating a granola bar, which is high, high sugar and will do the opposite of what you want. And the second is to make sure that you are not spiking your blood sugar when you do eat. So the second, the second thing, well, this is actually the third thing is the second thing is to, to use a couple of um, energy providing supplements or foods that boost things that really help, um, really help your body function. And some of these work for, might work for you and some of them don't. You have to experiment for yourself. They're very inexpensive. The first really inexpensive one is the um, amino acid L-tyrosine. L-tyrosine is the precursor to your brain neurotransmitter dopamine, which stimulates your brain, causes a, you know, a more sharp focus, a little more energy in the mind, and it is also an important component of your thyroid hormone. So when you feel like that, you're, and you don't have that tiredness going on in your body, if this really helps, you don't have that tiredness going on, your adrenals won't be firing, right? And um, the people that have taken it, you feel the results almost immediately. And if you don't feel those results almost immediately, then it's not the right thing for you. You don't have a shortage of dopamine. You don't have a shortage of tyrosine. You're eating what you need to eat and you're okay with that. And the people that do get it and do get a big benefit from it, the comments I've gotten, wow, I feel normal again. I feel like I'm young again. This is amazing. I can focus and concentrate again. And I've been taking it for over 25 years because I have a low thyroid and anybody with a low thyroid, it does benefit you. And you need to take it half hour before eating because if you take, because it's an amino acid and you take it with other proteins, then the effect is diluted. So you take it a half hour before eating. I take it first thing in the morning and then wait a half hour, right? And then the second one, that helps shuttle the energy from your liver into your body is called L-carnitine. L-carnitine is uh, it's a combination of a couple of amino acids. It's pure protein. The therapeutic dose is two grams a day. I take one gram in the morning, one gram in the evening. I noticed an immediate effect as soon as I took it way back 25 years ago when I was really, really sick and um, it's helped a lot, right? And the third is cacao powder. This is no sugar cacao powder. It's got a high antioxidant level. It uh, has um, a friendly alkaloid in it called theobromine. And I notice a big difference when I take it. it I am uh, with coffee and tea, those alkaloids, they give me headaches, so I don't take them. But this one, uh, it pretty much leaves me alone. And the antioxidant help is really a big, is really a big help. And it keeps like all the age spots off of me, right? I've got 60, I'm going to be 68 in a short amount of time. I've got age spots all gone, right? No, no, no age spots anywhere. And uh, I'm not wearing any skin makeup. This is my skin, right? So it, it's very, very helpful for a lot of things, but it, it helps provide that energy. 
And now the third tip, so those were foods, and the third tip is something called an adaptogen. So what an adaptogen does, and these are controversial, you'll read you know, the pros and cons on the websites uh, and uh, in the literature, you know, you'll go and you'll read all the different um, research projects on all the various adaptogens. What the adaptogens are supposed to do, they're supposed to pro provide direct protection for the adrenal glands. It helps calm your body down so, it doesn't re so they do not respond so readily. It provides nutritional support, some of them, directly to the adrenal glands. And it also, uh, some of them will provide immune support to your body to help your immune system, such as your white blood cells, react more readily. And the very top one that I first, I first came into my attention was Siberian ginseng, also known as Eleuthero. And uh, it helps the body cope with stress. It acts as a slight stimulant and it boosts energy levels. So that means that uh, instead of forcing your adrenal glands to squirt out cortisol and to give you that extra boost of energy, you get it elsewhere from your body. It also stimulates the immune system, which is really amazing. It stabilizes your blood sugar, and it uh, also improves your concentration and reduces the duration and intensity of respiratory infections. So right now, this would be something really good to look into. Now I recommend if you are on, under a doctor's care and you're taking medications, I am not, so I don't worry about that so much. But if you're taking medications, uh, you need to check with your doctor to make sure that none of these things are going to interfere. You can also look up on WebMD and look for any, uh, you know, any um, reactions with your current medication. But most of these are harmless. The second big one, I'm just going to name a couple of them. The second big one is ashwagandha. Um, so cacao powder, for example, you can put, like I have a morning shake that I call kind of like my rocket fuel every morning. And I put uh, a couple of scoops. I have like a tablespoon coop, scoop. I put a couple of tablespoons in with my um, drink. The ashwagandha doesn't taste to me so good. It's kind of got a bitter taste and some people like it as tea or they put a powder and make a powder drink. My daughter it, it drinks it a lot and she's noticed a huge difference in how she feels. And um, I tried doing it. It's got a kind of a nice smell, but it, this taste is not so good. So I take a couple of capsules a day. You can get some really good organic uh, I use organic India capsules, and uh, they're they're made very well. They're made, you know, keeping healing in mind with Ayurvedic thoughts, and it's all organic. And um, it has a variety of uses, such as reducing inflammation and blood pressure while increasing the activity on your immune cells. So here's another with immunity, and your thyroid gland. And it is highly recommended often to people with flagging adrenal glands. Okay, so I'm going to name a couple of others that are really popular. And the third is maca root powder. And it's a powder that tastes okay, so I throw that into my rock morning rocket fuel. It improves libido, fertility, mood, and symptoms of adrenal fatigue. 
and I notice an absence from my diet. So I go, I work with the absolute minimum of the supplements that I need to feel good. I've seen people take, you know, an entire cupful of supplements down the hatch every day. Uh, I was like kind of staring at it like, what are you doing? Like, you don't need that many supplements. I just take a few herbs and, you know, a couple of vitamins, vitamin B, vitamin C pretty much does it. And then, um, and then the, so then the fourth is the only other one I have not, I am getting an indication that I don't need it because the other things have those, the things that I need in it. So I take the first three, but not this one is called rhodiola rosea. There's lots of rhodiola herb, but it's the rosea that's good for you. And it reduces cortisol output in times of stress, increases your energy and your, your mental concentration. So those are the four adaptogens. You can look up other adaptogens. You just type in adaptogens, you know, best adaptogens to use and, you know, hit, hit enter into Google and look it up. Most of these are very inexpensive. I buy like this big giant bag of maca root powder that lasts me two months for about $8, right? It's very inexpensive. And I buy like a 24 ounce of, these are all organic, 24 ounce of, um, <clears throat> of you know, pure organic cacao, um, cacao powder for, you know, $15, 24 ounces, that lasts me approximately two months, right? So, so they're very inexpensive. It's just like eating food, you know, you put them in your food and they taste good. So, so I, I, I don't like to spend a lot of money on, you know, outrageous. I've seen some things, you know, $99 a month for a 30 day supply. Really? It's like, <laughs> you don't need to do that. <laughs> anyway, I just want you to remember that your adrenal glands are your first responders in times of stress. And to keep your immune system going, you need to keep those going. Because as soon as those go downhill, then it starts, it's this domino effect. Then goes the thyroid, then goes the liver. Once the liver goes, then you can't detoxify your blood. And then, uh, you know, the other things that supply energy in your body start to also go downhill. And I have come to, uh, you know, people with chronic fatigue syndrome, they have uh, almost always all of those systems are really down the tubes and re-energizing them and giving them a couple of these supplements is extremely helpful and gets them back on their feet. So I hope today was really helpful. <laughs> oh, and also remember to uh, change your ringtone to something gentle. I put my phone on buzz all day right, to put it to put it something gentle, like angel dings and things like that. And to um, not go long periods without sleep or without eating, um, try and avoid sudden noises, like all the ringing and beeping and booping that computers do, I just keep my computer on silent, right. So it's very, very helpful. So you can probably hear my cell phone now. Right, it's just a a soft ring. Keeping them in tip-top shape is one of the best ways to really improve your immune system. 
And another way to help calm those adrenals down is I have a free 11 minute wake up your brain audio. It takes you deep into trance, relaxes your whole body and out again in 11 minutes because I don't think you need to meditate for an hour a day to get the benefits of meditation, which rewires your brain to positive, upbeat thoughts, right? So, um, and it's at scientifichealer.com forward slash wake up brain, one word, wake up brain. And I put the, uh, I'll be putting the link up later. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I will sign off until tomorrow. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching. Watching, I appreciate you taking your time out of your day and being here and listen to these tips. I just want to create a, a sensible response to all the craziness that's happening out there to give you some really practical tips to help you out. If this helped you, please give me a thumbs up or a five-star rating, share it with your friends, and be sure to subscribe to my channel. I will see you again, same time, same place. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You have a great day.